Hey everyone. Hi, hello. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. I am sitting here in my studio with comedian, author, television writer, podcast host, Lori Kilmartin. Hello. <laughs> Welcome back. Hi, Allison. Thanks for having me back. I'm excited. Me too. We have so much to catch up on. Yes. Um, so your new special, Sis Woke Grief Slut, which is a great name. Thanks. I just watched it. Oh, you did? So funny. Oh, I was cool. laughing out loud. Really? Yes, Yay. numerous times. Good. Cool, yeah. Cool, cool. So tell everyone where they can find it because it's a bunch of different places. And also, I have to address Wendy is in here and I feel like she's going to get on mic any minute. I'm that's, joking, but I feel like she's about to like growl. Or that's something. okay. As you mentioned earlier, she might have a rebuttal to one of my yeah, jokes she, about right. dogs. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, it's, uh, available on Amazon prime and Apple TV plus and uh, YouTube and then internationally on Vimeo for sure. And then different international, uh, there's different deals with different countries, mm-hmm. but it, for sure anyone can get it on Vimeo. Okay. So tell me about the title. Um, let's see. I wanted something. I like short little words and, uh, I wanted, I, I do a bit about cis women and trans women and, um, which is so funny. Thank you. By the way. Yeah. And I, once, you know, uh, Elon Musk said cis was a slur. I was like, all right, I'm fully committed <laughs> to, <laughs> to cis and, uh, woke. I figured I would get called woke in a lot of comments. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought I'd just start there myself. And then grief. I talk about my mom dying of COVID. I got a lot of jokes about that. And then slut. I was called a slut by Christians, um, when I did an abortion joke on MSNBC. So grief. Wokes, uh, I mean, cis woke grief slut. Even yeah. I'm mixing up the order, but yeah. Um, I don't feel. I mean, I can understand why you would be called woke, I guess, but I don't feel like there was like a ton of woke stuff in there. Do you feel like there was? No, I don't think so either. But I also, um, I guess also that's just a word that irritates people. I don't like. So mm, yes, <laughs> yeah. I, I I kind of yeah. I I guess um it, the kind of conservatives that would come against me anyway. I just wanted to. <gasps> take everything back <laughs> she's one of she went for trump mega yeah. i thought so <laughs> okay yeah so the abortion joke on msnbc 2016 mm-hmm. uh it was uh 2022 oh it was the weekend that um they had leaked the draft that they're going to overturn roe oh right right, right. remember that was mother's day yes. weekend so they had already booked me for mother's day mm-hmm. uh on amen show which is like a sunday night show uh-huh. uh so we were just doing topical topical humor right <laughs> why am i thinking 2016 i don't know maybe it's just a political date that's etched in my mind <laughs> why what happened i know yeah oh oh boy how long do you have okay um you you talk about the experience of what happened in the special, which I sort of vague, I was like, oh yeah, there was something like there. She did experience fallout. Um, can you tell us? And then, is it true that your brother doxed you, or was that just a joke? That's a joke. I was doxed. Somebody put my address on Facebook, and I, I, I had a different punchline with it. That that's true, but um, people would be so disturbed, like they couldn't 
move on to the next joke. So mm. when I would say my brother did it, they'd be like, all right, it's okay. Yeah. But it wasn't. <laughs> so what happened? It wasn't okay. Uh, yes. Um, and the joke is so it's like benign. So, yeah, it is benign. And I have a ton of better abortion jokes. It was more like a riff, not really a joke, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, so part of me is like, all of this, like if you had, if they had doxed me for writing a weak abortion joke, I'd be like, you got me, <laughs> you know? But it was more like the fact that they, I thought it was funny and they took it seriously, like, like I was going to abort Republican fetuses. And um, that was that that fury kind of turned mm-hmm. into like this incredible tornado of anger. Um, but uh, yeah, so it, it started getting passed around like Facebook uh, YouTube shows mm-hmm. like Crowder, Stephen Crowder oh. and that ilk of show. Yeah. So those are people who are already like angry, furious and looking for something. And it was a perfect little clip. You know, can we say what the joke was? Yeah, all I said was, and I and I, the buildup, you're going to be so disappointed. So just expect <laughs> it. Is I I um I hope the leakers are Republican because I want to find him, have sex with him, get pregnant, and joyfully abort the fetus. <laughs> That's it. I Obviously, mean, it's not it's not even it's not even a joke. It's more like a little dream, <laughs> a little dream I had. Right? <laughs> There's Fantasy. no turn. You know, right. it's not yeah. like set up punchline or anything. So that was it. And then it was like, uh, uh, once it got on those kind of shows on Facebook, then it went crazy mm-hmm. and people figured out a way to contact me. I got a lot of terrible emails. Um, and then uh, all day on Monday and then Monday night, Sean Hannity did a full segment on me with his guests, Pam Bondi who was the attorney general of Florida. She's the one who didn't prosecute Trump for uh, fraud, which led him to be able to run for president for for Trump University. Yeah, (laughs) she's a hero. Your dog loves her. (laughs) And uh, Lara Trump. Oh, right. Might be the, the, I don't know, the head of the RNC pretty soon. I'm not really sure she's getting for it, but I I do want her in charge of Republican money because she's going to steal it all. (laughs) And so was he... Were they like digging into your personal life? No, it was more. No, it was more like, can you believe these Democrats? Mm. They'll abort anything. <laughs> you know, it's, it was more like this. And no, no one identified me as a comic. They just said woman. <laughs> that was insulting, too. I'm mm. like, guys, I'm a my name is Lori Kilmartin, yeah. right? But I write, uh, I write for Conan. Yeah. <laughs> but they identified me as woman says and Democrat and they kind of the, were they not were they acting like it wasn't s- oh because you were on MSNBC it wasn't yeah, it was on MSNBC set. and you know that site Mediaite it's Dan yes. Abrams clip yeah, site yeah. okay so they so I'm sure it's MSNBC put the clip on Mediaite mm-hmm. and just says woman said she would joyfully abort a fetus or something so making it sound like like I worked for the Democratic Party right. or was running or something like that and not comedian jokes you know what i mean right so that it was a predisposed to infuriate people and Mm -hmm. it did Mm -hmm. so you know i guess good job to msnbc for getting all those extra clicks (sighs) and um you know it it was a couple days of really intense anger and then it sort of went away and the doxing was your home address yeah Mm -hmm. so did anything happen after that no somebody somebody emailed me pictures of where I live and that scared me then I realized oh wait they're just from Zillow he wasn't across the street (laughs) (laughs) they're like and her square footage is this her walkability score is this (laughs) and you wouldn't recognize my house more now because it's so run down Um, (laughs) it's just completely falling apart so Mm. Uh, but uh, yeah so that was 
when it was happening, it was pretty scary. And then it went away. And uh, I, so I spent a lot of money on a home security system because for a while I thought someone's going to come to my house and kill me. That's so scary. I know. Yeah. Did it make you change anything afterwards? No, after it went away so quickly, I did. It didn't. Um, and, that, and then I felt like I had a story to tell mm-hmm. about the other side being very sensitive to language, which kind of helped me because I do tell a lot of abortion jokes that are just about abortion. And I wanted, you know, t- people to know I had paid some suffered some consequences, but it was, you know, I'm okay and stuff like that. So it's, I don't know, it kind of helped me do a a few more jokes Mm -hmm. uh, without people getting, you know, regular audience members getting angry. I just mean like the general, like you go to a club in like Michigan where it's like, you know, half, half, you know, big Gretsch fans and half Ted Nugent, um, (laughs) you know, hunters or whatever. Uh And so you kind of, uh, you know, that gives you a little more credibility some people are even excited that I was on Fox News <laughs> and they forgot why in the audience. So, right, like you know, they bill oh, you wow. as Lori Kilmartin versus Fox News. Sean Hannity. <laughs> you know her as woman <laughs> from the Sean Hannity show. Yeah. But so it it didn't make you have second thoughts about saying certain things afterwards? No, 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 no. Or the only thing that have, makes me have second thoughts is if it doesn't get a laugh. Mm. Yeah. If it gets a good laugh, then I know I have most of the crowd with me. So right. Okay. And would you go back on MSNBC? No. Mm-mm. No, nope. Because I, I, they really they they did it on purpose. I think they knew what they were doing, the mm-hmm. way they set it up. Mm-hmm. And no one checked in on me, and no one asked, even though I was kind of public about it. This is all happening to me, right? So, no, it would not. Had I just you don't want to participate in that ecosystem, right? The you know? the outrage machine. Yeah, I mean, they put the clip up. Fox News grabbed it. They probably grab Fox News clips and then get mad about them. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're all just competing with each other for right for that kind of clicking well so. that did occur to me when as you were talking about it i was remembering do you remember that show red eye did yes, you ever do that show i did that show a couple me times. too yeah i did it a bunch um so that was on fox news yeah. it really at the beginning this is my spiel about it at the beginning it really was comedy it yeah. wasn't so political and then yeah. it kind of got political as it went on but they would send you the you know the stories and they would send it to you for me it was always painfully close to showtime like you're sending this to me at 350 the car's coming at oh. you know 430 or like it Jeez. oh wait maybe no maybe it was earlier in the day they would make changes regardless yeah they would send you like here's this stuff we're going to be talking about this evening and it would include clips and things and it was just like you know they exist on finding clips to create content yeah, about finding right. content to talk about right so as you were talking i was thinking like oh you were just that day's that day's know, clip but to yeah. you and for anyone in that position it's that'd be incredibly unnerving and feel yeah. unfair yeah it is unnerving yeah had you gone on msnbc a lot before that yeah i'd been on that show before yeah i've been on a couple shows mm-hmm. yeah and I see, I still see comics on it. I I understand it's. I mean, you can do it from home. It's a Zoom right. show and stuff. It's not the. It's not a great showcase for comedy. I mean, even when you're in person, it's still not a good comedy showcase. It's much harder over Zoom. So it's not like I'm missing out on you know doing a Colbert <laughs> or something. But yeah, right. I I don't think I want to be on that again. Do you miss writing for late night? Yes. 
Yeah. I mean, if the show start, if they call me right now and we start her right back up tomorrow, I would walk right into my office. Really? There's someone there now. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing and I would have to kick them out. But yeah, I would go right back to it. I really mm-hmm. had a good time. It was a lot of fun. I think maybe, you know, at the end, I was on Kona for 11 years and the last year uh, and a half was obviously from home and it just got a lot less fun because mm-hmm. um, of all that and, and, uh, you know, there was no crowd. There's no, very, very little of a monologue because he was just talking straight to camera. It was just like really hard to do. Mm-hmm. So I think probably by the time we all finished, everyone was a little burnt out. And, and was, when when was the finish? Um, twenty June of twenty twenty one. Oh, so you finished while you were still Zoom? Yeah, I mean. The vaccines had were kind of hitting in February and March, and there was, if you remember, that little golden couple months yes. where it seemed like yes. everyone was taking it and it was over. Uh huh. Yeah, I remember when it came crashing down for us. Yeah. Our babysitter called and said, "I'm so sorry, my brother just tested positive," and I was like, "What?" Why are people, what's happening? You know, what and month then, was this? This was July. Okay. Yeah. Cause right. we had started like living life again. Yeah. And so <clears throat> that, and then also I remember talking to my kid's pediatrician and her saying, it's going to be a long time before I feel comfortable eating inside at a restaurant. And I was like, what? But we're back. I don't under, what do you know that I don't know? Like we're right. vaccinated. I don't get it. Right. And yeah. So around July when she said that, and that's, I think, when Delta yeah, right? started in August. Yeah. And, so then it was yeah. just like, oh, man. Yeah. yeah. And then so we ended in June. And so it was it was in that time, right, maybe like a couple of weeks before we realized all this is going to stay. Right. And uh, so we did the last, I think, week of shows with a crowd at Largo. So mm-hmm. it, it went out really fun. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I miss that a lot. I miss the people and uh, I miss writing jokes mm-hmm. for somebody you know, for Conan. And um, we just had a lot of laughs. I'm pretty isolated now. I don't like it. Like, I'm sort of a hermit. So it it forced me to get out every day, obviously having Mm -hmm. a job and uh, be with people and um, just connect, you know, and so I don't have that anymore. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I, I have no idea what I'm turning into, <laughs> but yeah, I do. Miss I mean, it. you look very presentable. Oh, thank you. you well, well, I together. clean up nice, but uh, <laughs> I was in bed an hour ago. Uh, no, um, but uh, I was at the gym. <laughs> I was at Blink. Um, oh, do you like hyper local Burbank content? Do you like local. Blink? Listen, there has been the quad machine has had the on the Blink um, sticker on it mm-hmm. for three and a half months and after about two weeks everyone just started ignoring it wait is that so the name of the gym is blank right on the blank is that their little jokey way of saying things almost out of order it's their way i don't know if i like that or hate our machine is broken (laughs) okay now oh so it's actually like on the blank like broken yes i mean that's not accurate really something was with like there's something off with the machine Mm -hmm. but you can work with it and they will they haven't fixed it in months and everyone's just using it but we leave the sign up (laughs) Anyway, uh, so uh, okay, so it's rough around the edges. <laughs> it is, but it's incredibly affordable, like eleven dollars a month. I don't know how they're making money. Wow, maybe except- this, maybe they aren't. Wow, eleven a month is that like with a, a but a like big chunk at the beginning or something? No. Mm-mm. Wow. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, maybe so many people sign up for eleven a month and never go that they yeah you know I think that's how they they make the bulk of their money anyway, but uh. 
as and also po- not as opposed to what machines people going people going yeah okay. i mean if everyone i what i've read if everyone who signed up for a gym mm-hmm. actually went oh it would be so wall-to-wall humanity all the time. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes oh this is interesting because just recently i was it was actually i was watching marilyn rice cub Oh, a joke. Yeah. And she had a joke about having just been at like, I don't know if she was at LA Fitness or what it was. And oh, yeah. I think she was I swimming. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, there's a pool at your gym. And then I started thinking maybe I should join a gym again. It's been many, many years. But $11 a month, that that can't be beat. There's no pool there. But there's, Oh, I know. Like, well, for 11 a month, of yeah. course, there's not. <laughs> Uh, there's the Verdugo pool if you want to get even more local. Yes. And I've, what is that like? This... This is now a, just a Burbank podcast. Yeah. Um, I've never been to that pool. What is it like? It's great. Is it really? Yeah. It's pretty affordable. It's way cheaper than the Rose Bowl. Rose Bowl has two 50-meter mm-hmm. pools, so they have a lot more lanes and stuff, right. but they also have a lot more teams working out there. And uh, Verdugo is 150-meter. They also have a kiddie pool mm-hmm. that's open in the summertime. That's great. It's got like a, a slide and stuff like that. Oh, my God. Oh, your kids would love it. They would love it. Yeah. And it's, um, yeah, it's, I need perfect. to check this. I, I have this in my mind. I imagine a public pool as just being like pure chlorine. And then you also have to wear like a hair, a swim cap. Well, I wear a cap. I mean, you have long hair. You might want to. Oh, I, yeah. I, I always would. wear a cap and stuff. And yeah, there's, I love chlorine. You have though. to, though. Uh, you don't have to. I don't think you have to. Yeah. You love chlorine. Yeah. I mean, when I get out of the pool, I smell, I smell clean. I love it. I mean, I, it, my skin is dry. Everything's stripped off of it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, maybe I should look at it like skin a skincare blessing. <laughs> do you like the smell of bleach? I do. I do. What other weird smells do you like? Um, to, well, that's kind of a judgmental way of phrasing it. I mean, <laughs> why is bleach a weird smell? It really is. Yeah. Um, we recently had uh, – I solicited – calls about favorite and least favorite smell and someone called in saying they really like the smell of skunk and so then we were skunks and we were talking about when people like unusual smells and i was saying that my dad always liked the smell of gas stations which i don't Mm. so you're right it is judgmental but um and i'm sorry well i i i'm fine with judging the person who likes skunk yeah but you feel like i just Hello, Tony. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> Thanks. Do you think that liking the smell of chlorine is weird? He wants to I'll say s- yes. I mean, I i don't think I've ever heard anybody say it before. I'll say that. Weird. Well, I mean, I was a swimmer, you know. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah. So bleach. to me, it's like, bleach also. it's like home. Chlorine. Yeah. Like, uh, the, I, I'm, well, I'm not a big smell guy anyway. That's so right. it's like I'm pretty neutral on that. The, the bleach one, I can, I can understand that being not great. Mm, the chlorine really? one, like, kind of hasn't phased me ever. Bleach is like clean clothes, clean towels. Hotel but, just changed. You it's know, just like your very strong. It's, yeah, yeah, but yes, it's like, it's like my eyes are watering. This is a noxious chemical, but clean. Mm. Yeah. Well, are you, Lori Martin. Are you sitting across the table from me and truly claiming most people enjoy the smell of chlorine and bleach? It didn't occur to me that people wouldn't enjoy the smell of wow. clean water and clean towels. That's what you're telling me. I am worried that you think that I'm some like naturopath um, alternative 
person who doesn't use soap or something. And that's why I don't like chlorine. It's not like I think chlorine, it's not like I'm like anti-fluoride in the water or something. Mm -hmm. Um, Are you vaccinated against the measles? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm vaccinated against everything, except I didn't get the flu vaccine this year. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. Because I just figured I don't want another shot yeah but that's just because i'm a wimp i've i've never got the flu vaccine okay i was just like oh whatever that's for people that get the flu (laughs) (laughs) and then when my mom lived with me Mm. then i was like i started getting it just so i wouldn't give it to her if i got it and then um after covid i was like uh highly into every vaccine well right I yes, I did. That did give me pause because I was like, I'm so in favor of the COVID vaccine. And my reasoning for not getting the flu vaccine sounds kind of like an anti-vaxxer. Like I'm not being I don't have like there's not integrity in my decision. <laughs> you know, um, the flu never, you know, obviously the flu can be deadly, but right. I, I just felt like it was deadly for seniors and mm-hmm. it wasn't anything I needed to worry about. Same. Um, but now I'm like, well. You know, I'm close to being a senior. Mm. And also, uh, it just feels like I, I wasn't really paying attention. And I now I pay a lot of attention to COVID and all that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. And so information about the flu bleeds into all, right. all the, you know, the Twitter lists I follow. And I'm yes. like, I don't want any of this stuff. Right. You know, um, the the flu was the Spanish flu. Mm-hmm. And they think it might have led to a lot of like old age diseases that we have now. Oh, and I was like, oh, I didn't realize that. Like what? Uh, either Parkinson's or Alzheimer's or it contributed to mm. um, things that old people didn't get as much before right. the Spanish flu. Okay. Well, so anyway, I'm in favor of science. I'm in favor of the role of chlorine and bleach in our lives. Mm -hmm. I just find the smell to be a little intense. Yeah, I see that. I just love, I love like looking at a full pool of Mm -hmm. people and knowing they're, they're, they are urinating, there's fecal matter and the chlorine, as soon as it hits the chlorine, it's beaten to shit. Right. The chlorine just boom. Same with COVID. Mm -hmm. Boom. Yeah. Destruction. I love it. I can see where you would. I feel like I'm swimming with an army. The fecal matter is like just because they didn't. It's just like hovering around their butthole, and then the yeah. water is just you know it's yeah. dispersing. So they're not pooping in the pool. No, hopefully, it, no. If there's the few times that I mean, anytime there's a poop in a public pool, they evacuate everyone immediately, yeah. and sometimes close the pool. Right. Yeah. It's more of that stuff. Okay. It's, yeah. How do you feel about a saltwater pool? Um. It feels different. Mm-hmm. It feels, you can open your apparently you can open your eyes pretty easily underwater. Well, I wear contacts, so mm. I wouldn't. But um, it feels silky, which and and smooth, which is a weird feeling yeah. uh, to me. Mm-hmm. I feel almost like I'm swimming in soap, but I'm like, just not used to it. As have much. you ever had soft? We probably have not had soft water. I, I that's now that was not judgmental. I just feel like wow. you probably. <laughs> I know you're very environmental. <laughs> I know that you, at least you did collect your shower water. I do. To water your plants. I do. Mm-hmm. So I just don't see you as someone who would have like a, you know, a hard water softener. And I don't know that anyone does these days anymore. I do. And it's not working. And the, oh, you have one. just reminded me that it's not working. I yeah. sized you up so incorrectly. So wait a minute. My mom made me get it. Okay. Yeah. 
hard water softener, I find that that feels a little bit like how you're describing a saltwater pool. Like that makes almost like silky water. Possibly, but um, that would be just for the shower and Mm -hmm. washing the dishes. Right. So I guess I wouldn't notice it as much as as full body immersion in a saltwater pool does feel. I can tell, you know. Right. This is deeply unprofessional of me, (laughs) but I suffered a bit of a friend crisis this morning. Would you like to hear about it and weigh in on it? Okay, let me get my phone. (laughs) Now, Tony. Yeah. This is going to involve a fair amount of bleeping. Okay. Um, I'm going to read the email I received, and mm-hmm. that whole thing is going to have to be bleeped. By the way, in the same way that you said that the lead up to your joke was going to make it, this is going to be disappointing. It's gotcha. not, there's, there have been no actual like fireworks or anything. There was just a gentle rebuff that I took as a rejection, and I need to know what's going on. Okay, so... Uh, two versions of my show. This is the Monday interview show. And then I have the Thursday group show, which you would be great on, by the way. Uh, and there's, it seems there's a slot opening. Okay. So someone <laughs> oh, no. yeah, who, who comes on frequently has been quite busy lately, has not been available to come on. And the first time this person said they couldn't come on, I did have a little, like, I just had a vibe of like, I felt a little hurt, which I don't normally feel hurt over you know, um, and then I asked them again. This is now like maybe five weeks later, I want to say. And then I got this email. And to people who are listening, please don't try to guess who it is in the comments or anything. Um, just you can contact me privately or via <laughs> Patreon or whatever to try to guess. I don't want to like I don't want to throw this person uh, under the bus like at all. Can I just say you have very elegant fingers? Oh, these old things? Yes. <laughs> thank you so much. Yes. I'm always envious of fingers like yours. Oh, Just thank I feel you. mine are a little on the stumpy side. And I was like, oh, look at the way she cradles her phone. It just looks oh, thank um, you. very, uh, like, like it should be photographed. Oh, my God. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I mean, here's the thing about having these kind of fingers. I drop things all the time. Oh. I don't consciously think about being graceful with my hands, but I think part of the grace that you might be seeing is just like me not really gripping anything well. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know. Um, okay. I'm curious to see how you guys respond because part of me goes like, I am completely overreacting. There's nothing weird about this, but I'll explain. Okay. Hi, Allison. Thanks. Name. What's yeah, your reaction to that? I would that? say, um, since that's a, a response to you asking again, mm-hmm. I, my only thing would be if that's how the seems like the person was feeling that way for a long time, maybe they could have let you know first and instead of dragging it out a couple of weeks and having having you ask again. Right. So clearly this is the person saying I'm never coming on your show again. Right. Seems like it. I mean, yeah, but I, it, if what they're saying is true, like I get it, like maybe like because we tend to record Monday afternoons. Yes. And so like if they're work, if they're always going to be working, then I could understand saying that. Yes. Although they didn't say, well, here's the thing that I am truly reacting. OK, like I have another friend who works in television who's like, things are nuts. I'm, I don't think I'm gonna be able to do the show again until May. This person is saying like this door is I feel what I got from this was this door is closed forever. There wasn't a like, things are so intense right now. Like, so that's just weird. And then also 
there's just this level of uh, like I feel like this person's not being real with me. There's this like level of a professional. I agree. It was like it didn't really sound like a friend, like from a longtime friend, right? So it, I just cannot, like, it's just like I'm. I I cannot think about anything else, and I'm totally reacting like I just got like dumped or something, and I don't know why. Okay, so you're you you are it, feeling I, I in it what it, I am saying. To me, it saying. has the tone of um, you interviewed for a job and you're following yeah. up, and they're saying th- thank you, but not no. Right. Which is weird because I was thinking if it, but it, I mean, let's, I'm all over the place with this. Um, there was no nod or acknowledgement of the closeness that we've had for all this time. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't pick up any of that. Right. So I don't know what to make of that. Did I offend this person? Did, you know, and so then I start like decoding, which is my therapist word. And by the way, if you're going to fuck with, and she's, this person's not intentionally fucking with me, but like, if you're going to fuck with someone and you know them well enough to know when they go to therapy, try to do it before they go to therapy that week, you know, because <laughs> I saw my therapist on Wednesday and I would have loved for this to have happened Wednesday sure. morning, Tuesday, because now, you know, um, the weekend. Approaches. Right. Oh. So now I'm just coming up with all these various things it could be. None of them really feel right. Um, And then wondering, should I do a really degrading lap of like, hey, no. Okay, thank you. No, I I had a similar sort of thing with somebody that I knew uh, online, Mm -hmm. you know, and maybe had met once or twice in person. And then uh, I... Uh, they helped me do something via Zoom, and then and I thought everything was cool. And then uh, I I saw them in person, and they were seemed anxious to get away from me. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, uh oh. And then I found out they had unfollowed me, and I was like, okay, um, I don't know what happened, but right. it's real. And uh, uh, I I'm not gonna hunt them down and go why well that yes <laughs> you know what i mean that did occur to me because then i i imagined various scenarios where this person is like actually i didn't like this thing or i did this thing doesn't you know just all these things again none of them though that feel right to me but i imagined a bunch of scenarios where this person says something that i'm like oh why did i why did i dig around to get that like that just hurts yeah um and then I tried to think like, well, you know, if this person wants to share with me what it is, I would love to find, I would love to have that conversation, but why like force someone into saying something that's not going to feel good? Because I don't know. Now, here's a litmus test. Mm-hmm. Do you have a sense of who it might be? I have a couple guesses. I, I was going one way and then a couple things you said made me change my mind of who I think it might be. Based on any vibes you picked up, though? No, not at all. Okay. Now, I am... This is... I'd like to apologize to mostly Lori, but also everyone else. Please write down who you think it could be. Yes. Really? Yeah. Isn't that so weird? It is weird. And, uh, yeah, I wouldn't uh, expect that out of that That person. person. Right. Because that person is super friendly mm-hmm. and likes doing the show and is always up for doing i know look i think with the strike everyone's schedule changed 
Yes. With the strike being over. Yeah. Um, and then I tell myself, sorry, I'm really letting it all hang out. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I tell myself, like, I am, like, my show is not dependent on any one person other than me. Mm-hmm. This is not, like, I'm acting like I just got fired from a job or so. Like, it's, it feels like, oh, yeah. like, my, my first reaction is like, oh, God, what, where do I go now? And, like, that's not realistic but i think the discrepancy between the words and the feeling that stuff always makes me crazy when i'm like someone's not being real with me yeah i mean i don't know it's it's not it's i would say like i tell myself about this person it's none of my business if right if they if they're not wanted telling. to tell me they could have yeah. and but- maybe i'll run into them again and you know I have no idea. Did that effectively work for you though? And then were you able to just like leave it behind? Yeah. I just, I just was like, Oh, okay. I mean, I wasn't super close to them or anything. I just knew them a little bit, but I thought it was like a fun, playful relationship, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, that we admired each other's tweets or whatever, which is such a dumb way to live. (laughs) I'm a fan of your tweets. And so we're close, but, um, but yeah, uh, I've literally wondered if it's my social media that has like no, but this person's like not doing a lot of social. Well, who knows if they're creepy, not creeping, but watching. Um, yeah, like was it because I you know posted about this or that or? But that's just me like being. I, I feel mean, like I'm being paranoid. Even if it is, well, that's the other thing. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Right. I don't like. Do I regret the way I live my life? That's how sensitive I am. How embarrassing! <laughs> that's how sensitive I am that I had to be like, it will you know. Do I, is there anything about the way I'm conducting my life that I, I, that I feel bad about? Like, no, like I stand behind myself. So if this person has chosen not to like me. And I think <laughs> I, I feel this way about me and I think probably about you. If, if you overstepped or did something, you, you know, dingy, yeah. it wouldn't be that you were on purpose trying no. to. And so you'd like to know. Right. Did I, you know, did I say something wrong or did I am, am I missing yeah. something do I have a blind spot not that anyone has to educate you right on, but you know you'd well, be open for it right I just I'm trying to be more direct and stuff so yeah. I don't know though I feel so unresolved about it yeah even my husband he, he like went and picked the kids up and came home and he's like I can't stop thinking about this and I'm like I know <laughs> I can't either because this person was someone who we saw often hmm. it's so weird is there any way it's just that this person's suddenly busy? Of course. It of course. Maybe maybe dealing with some things too. So that maybe. was my yes. other thing. That was my other guess was cuz I have you read a uh, Glennon Doyle Untamed? I haven't, but I know who she is. She talks about I'm not like that biggest Glennon fan or anything yeah. but in the and I also didn't finish the book but that's a me thing <laughs> <laughs> but she talks about the knowing like get really quiet with yourself and sink down into the you know your like listen to your gut as opposed to this thing that she would do and I think the implication is a lot of women do she might even say a lot of women do I certainly do of like mm-hmm. polling all your friends and polling all the experts and like what should I do what should I do what should I do what should I do literally Someone said to me when I was in my 20s, a friend of mine, this guy, Mike, Michael Rosas, for people who listen to all my episodes, said, don't be such a what do I do? And I said, what does that mean? He's like, you know, someone who's like, what do I do? What do I do? You know what to do. Um, so I tried to 
dip down into the knowing of like, what do I really think is going on? And what I really think might be going on is something is happening in this person's life that they don't want that's, you know, intense or unresolved or whatever, whether it's a relationship or a family thing or a work thing or whatever, and they are not in a place where they want to talk about it. So it's a like, like kind of putting a like putting a wall up. Well, you know, I don't know. It could, but then I think like a good reply would be, thanks for letting me know. If you ever change your mind, the door is always open. Yes. And, uh, uh, I hope to see you soon. Something like that. Where you're not saying you seem this way to me. Right. Just like that you was can come my, back at any time. That was my response. Right. Um, you know, I, I totally get it. And being really busy that, you know, with work is good because based on like what this person does for work, um, you know, we love you. Door is always open. Please, you know, please let me know if anything changes. Perfect. But then there was no response. You th- you think if everything's cool there, <laughs> Tony, delete this episode. You think there would you think there would be a like oh I totally will, yeah that would be a nice way to wrap it up. Yeah, so that could happen by tomorrow, but I don't know. It's really making me feel like I've offended this person. Until they until they decide to tell you, mm-hmm. you've done all you can. The no response could also fall into the they're working a ton. I I know this is what I do when it's when it's someone like someone else dealing with this kind Mm -hmm. of thing. I'm like, I tend to be like, well, maybe it's, you know, this. But if I was me, you, I would be doing the same. (laughs) Now, would you also not reach out to this person? Like this person is someone that I was close with. Right. Um, I think I would probably try and do something similar to what Lori said that well, that I've already said. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, you could you could circle circle back in like a couple months. You know, yeah. oh, we you know we have a topic we're talking about that you were really interested in or something like right. that. Right? Yes, there actually to- is a topic that I could because I was thinking of like doing like I could do a trial balloon of like the email that's like, hey, have you noticed what like something totally gossipy, you know, about like someone on TV? But then I'm just like, why? Like I'm just hurting myself at this point. Because I've become obsessed with it. And it's like, (laughs) let people live their lives. Yeah. All right. Thanks. (laughs) No, it hurts to be like, I don't know what happened. It kind of sucks. But then what can you do? You know? Well, the only thing I can do is try to find out. But I don't want to be. I feel like you already kind of poked a little bit and they didn't give you an opening. Yeah. And then also the pain of, I thought we were close enough that if there was something, you would tell me. And then to instead to get sort of a really um, polite, professional response that's like not personal. Yeah. When we only, whatever. So everyone, thank you for indulging all of that. <laughs> You know, this would probably be a good time to say this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Uh, Perfect time. My really? God. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I am, as I just said, a huge fan of therapy. 
I wish I had therapy right this minute. I've made Lori and Tony be my therapist. <laughs> I should have contacted BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. For me, it's trying to decode other people's behavior. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no, no at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash bestfriend today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, betterhelp.com slash bestfriend. Okay. Um, I must ask you about shampoo. Oh. Because you mention in your special that you use like 15 pumps and that you love shampoo. <laughs> I do. So do you, do you, and that you make a crown. <laughs> I do. Do you, do you truly overuse shampoo? I love shampoo. I like, yes. I, I go through it pretty quickly mm-hmm. and uh, I make, I use it a lot on my hair and I, and I love the feeling of the extra soapiness. Yes. yes. I like a, I like a shampoo that suds. There's a lot of shampoos that don't really suds I know. up. I don't like sparse, a sparse shampoo. And if I'm low, it, even if I clean my hair, it doesn't mm-hmm. feel clean. Yeah. So, I mean, this is really perfect timing because I've been thinking lately I'm bored with my shampoos mm. do you have a f- I mean I did compliment the smell of your hair earlier you said that was Tresemme yeah I I mean when uh back when I had a writing job mm-hmm. <laughs> and you could afford salon quality I had some nice shampoo <laughs> right I we had um we actually had a sponsor uh our podcast had a sponsor with a shampoo that I really liked and I've forgotten the name of it maybe I'm angry that they stopped sponsoring us but uh, so Was it used, pros? No. Okay. Uh, I used them for a long time mm-hmm. and I really liked it. And now I've just gone to those giant, huge containers of Tresemme. Right. Um, but it works as okay. far as I'm concerned. Have you ever tried the Costco shampoo? I just started going to Costco. Oh, welcome. Um, so do they have, does Kirkland have its yes, own Yes, sh- they oh. do. And people say that it is the same as Pureology, oh. which is a super spendy shampoo. I don't know if that's true because I've never used Pureology. Okay. Um, I haven't either, but Ology makes it sound expensive. Yeah, so. oh, it is. It yeah. is. Uh, yeah. So people seem to like it quite a bit. It's very moisturizing. Um, I have not been like, hasn't knocked my socks off, mm-hmm. but I recently moved, and it's giant bottles. I moved the giant bottles of it into the kids' bathroom because mm-hmm. they need shampoo, and I found myself wishing it was still in my shower. <laughs> so I feel like that's a ringing endorsement. It, it really is. I think we should do uh, questions from our Patreon listeners. When we ask, they send them in, they'll wonder. All right. Leanne Ward says, I'm so excited about this. She is one of my very favorite comedians. And then Jody says, came here to say the same. Oh, me? Mm-hmm. Oh, neat. Yeah. Wow. Kimmy Jones. Lori is one of my faves, too. <laughs> Does she think a lot about her son going off to college? Will he play water polo in college? P.S. Can't wait to see you in Portland soon. Oh, neat. Cool. Um, is that Kimmy? Yes. Oh, all right, Kimmy. Cool. Um, I can't wait to see you, too. Say hi to me after the show. Do you know her? 
Uh, I don't know if I know her. Okay. But I definitely will know her after the Portland show. She identifies herself. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think about my son constantly going to uh, – well, I just think about him all the time. But uh, he's a junior now. And so – I don't know. It's weird. He um he kind of dropped off at a water polo, and that was really hard for me. Like, <laughs> I had to really love the bite chlorine. my tongue. Yes, we're a chlorine family. <laughs> you got cut off, and to have my son, you know, stop chlorinating every right. day. <laughs> I don't even. I can't identify the smells that he mm, brings home now. Right. Um. Yeah. So he. He um he's really good, and he got put into the goalie position at his high school and he ended up being really good at it. And coaches were saying like, you could play D one and all that, but he doesn't like the goalie position. Mm. He hates it. Why? So much so Is it boring. Yeah. yeah. And he, he likes making goals, mm-hmm. um, not blocking them. So, uh, after and he, he, he was subbing, he felt like he was subbing for a little while till they found a goalie and he didn't realize that coaches were like, Oh no, you're the goalie. Right. <laughs> so he thought he was, he thought yeah. he was just doing a temporary yeah, stint. So for two seasons, he's been the goalie and hated it. And after the, um, awards dinner, um, he was so depressed, you know, mm. and, and the, the coach is like, you're going to, you're going to destroy their record next year. And he was like, Oh, I'm doomed. They still want me to play goalie. Is he really, really good at being goalie? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, um, I'm not, uh, I'm not a water polo expert, right? But we have actually one of the moms. I thought you were (laughs) (laughs) one of the moms played for USC, and she's like, he's so good. Mm. But it's like if you hate it, right? Doesn't matter. So you know, he we he we tried doing a um one of the teams like the winter teams and they put him in goalie again and what's a winter team the winter team oh that keep like they yeah. they play a lot of like you know dave williamson the comedian i know the name yeah he his kids you know he's a water polo coach and his mm. kids are really into it and uh so they compete all year round and so my son was gonna but um i think you know more goalieing was really depressing to him. So yeah. he's just like, I'm done. And the coach just w- is forcing him. Like he doesn't have the option of not being goalie. You know, goalie. I think at the time in November, he didn't feel comfortable saying, yeah. I don't want this. You know, it's like a, the coaches are like, you know, they're a coach. You right. kind of like, you're just used to doing what they say. Yeah. And I think taking time away from it and not being on the swim team this year, he he's just running track mm-hmm. for fun. Um, He has... He has changed his way of thinking a little bit. I think he's he's I don't think he wants to play goalie next year. Right. But he will play if they'll let him not play goalie. We'll just we'll see. Mm. I don't know. I, I want that to happen for him. I do, too. All I know is I didn't have the ability to say no to something when I was a junior in high school. Yeah. And you mean then, like you didn't think about it and go, what do I want? And, right. and how can I get it? I would have just been like, okay, I'm a, this is a slot I'm assigned and I'll go and I'll just be unhappy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, so I, I think that's kind of cool. I, you know, I wish he liked it because he's really good at it and there's not many kids that are good at it. Right. Like no one likes to play goalie. Wow. It sounds like a really terrible position. <laughs> it is. It is. It's boring until it's incredibly exciting. Yeah. And even if you do a great job, you're still going to let some goals in. Mm. And so it's, you don't get the glory mm-hmm. of, you know, the arm up and a right. shot, you right. know, <laughs> like that's right on the trophy there. It's not. Oh really yeah. It's like, not blocking. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, but 
Oh, well, I mean, you can't make someone like something. Right. Um, We're just like, we can't make this person like my, doing my show anymore. <laughs> exactly. I guess. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, we'll, I hopefully he'll play his senior year because he's been with this team for three years and he knows the guys. I don't want him to not play. Um, and hopefully they'll be, they'll, they need to train another goalie anyway. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. We'll see. Now, see, my, I'm I am a mother of sons, so this is helpful for me to ask this question. Mm-hmm. Would you ever talk to the coach? Yes, I mean I hadn't. I have. Here's the thing: like I was a swimmer, and mm-hmm. that's that's not a team thing. And I think a team uh, is it's a very different coaching job. And every, every no parent feels like their kid plays enough. Mm-hmm. You know, right? Every parent is complaining, right? Yeah. Versus a team, uh, if you're like a racer and you're just competing in in races, you know, you 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 specialize in your races, and it's kind of all on you. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to. And plus, my son did play every quarter as a a goalie. So it's hard to have a, you know, complain. Right. Like he's in the game more than almost anybody. Right. Doing something he hates. So, but I mean, just to, and I think the answer is probably no, you don't get involved at this age. I don't know. But I mean, just to let them know, like, hey, he wants to play, but he hates being goalie. I would, I think he, I think he'll be able to say that. Mm -hmm. And depending on how they respond, then I might just go in and just, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Just sniff you know? the chlorine and happen to drop <laughs> drop a few truth bombs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, he doesn't seem eager to play in college. Mm-hmm. But I think, man, if he got to play just a regular position and had a great senior year, maybe he'd be reinvigorated again and be excited. Yeah. Um, and want to play in college. I'm not really sure. To me, it's like if you're it's hard with your kids. Like if they have a talent and they're good enough to do something, you're like, well, let's go to the Olympics. Let's go. Let's totally. do it. And they're like, uh, what do you mean? Uh, <laughs> you know, this is like really special and yeah, rare, unusual. So go for it. Right. But, um, you know, you can't, you can't give your ambition to your kids. They have their own. Does he want to go to one of the division one schools that he could get into if he would just play goalie? No, he uh, he wants to go to art school. He wants to be an oh. animator. So oh, that's, that's what he's obsessed with. Okay. It's not like he has nothing else. Like right. water polo was just fun. Yeah. And he was accidentally pretty good at it, mm-hmm. you know? So, but yeah, he's very obsessed with art schools. That's, you know, and so we're thinking. So like Cal Arts, like that kind of thing? Yeah, Cal Arts or there's a couple Canadian schools he's interested mm. in. And um, yeah, I mean, we're thinking like two years of uh, community college and then two years I think I can afford two years of an art school because mm-hmm. I've been putting money in a 529 for a long time. Oh, that's smart. How old was he when you started? I have not set up something like that. When he was born. Really? Yeah. I started a little bit. And then when I started working at Kona and I would put as much as I could swing in there. Now explain 529 for the dum-dums like Tony. Because, of course, I know every bit of it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I know every bit of it. I've been just watching it going uh okay we have this much money i'm like do i have to pay taxes on it when it we uses it i'm not really even sure about that but so you, it's not taxed when you put it in right right yeah it's like it's uh i think as long as it's for college yeah and it's not taxed yeah so so uh, yeah i mean but I is think it I, like a fund like is it yeah. in the stock market yes and do is. you choose you don't choose at all i right? chose a really conservative one. okay um so yeah you know, it's doing it's doing good. If I had, had I been wild, it would have done better. But I mm-hmm. just didn't want to mess with that. You know, so uh, 
Yeah, I've been I I started at like fifty a month, and then um, when I started making more money, I was a couple hundred, like seven hundred right. a month for when I was working for Conan. Mm-hmm. So I shoveled a bunch in there. That's smart. And five twenty nine is that's federal, right? I think you can like because there's something about choosing which state. Yeah, that too. <laughs> um, I after I did it, I never looked at it again, except to just you know up my contributions mm-hmm. when I could, and then take them down after. Uh, my job ended. So. Right. This is how I feel about when people get married. Not everyone. Plenty of people are smart and don't do this. But plenty of people, I've one, I was one of them, Become you become like, a for a brief moment in time, you become like a diamond expert. <laughs> <laughs> right, yes. And then that information just f- fell out of my head so fast. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I could like dredge up the four C's. Yeah. But this thing of like the different cuts and the different this and like, is, I don't I don't access that info very often. Right. Um, okay. Lee Bruns says, where did she first meet Jackie? Yeah, I should say, I mentioned your podcast host, you and Jackie uh, Cation, I'm saying her last mm-hmm. name right. I felt like I like nailed it. Like Staycation. Stay, oh, yes. nice. Host the Jackie and Lori show. We do. A, and we, we have a lot of crossover audience, I think. Oh, that's cool. We um, met here in LA uh, a couple years before we started our podcast. But one of the reasons we started it is aside from the fact that it was a a podcast uh, definitely at that time just felt like men interviewing men (laughs) and talking about their experiences. If that's what comedy, the comedy experience was, you know? Mm -hmm, And um, so we kind of just decided to start one. And then, yeah. Also when we had both started stand up, they never put women on a a lineup together. Mm -hmm. And so there's a whole bunch of people, a whole bunch of female comics. I just saw their headshots at comedy clubs and I'd be like, oh, they exist, but I never met them, you know? And, um, so when I moved to LA, that's when I started meeting a lot of them. And Jackie was one of them, uh, Felicia Michaels and, uh, you know, maybe in Kathleen Madigan, there's just people that, you know, I would consider contemporaries that I had never met because mm-hmm. we weren't allowed to meet. <laughs> Who knows what we would gossip about and talk about. <laughs> right, right. Um, do you guys record remotely? We do. We're um, mostly not in the same city. Mm-hmm. Um, so we used to record at, at, a, at Meltdown and then in my garage. And then after COVID, we just started Zooming in. And now because we're both on the road so much, it's much easier to just Zoom in. Yeah, Greg Fitzsimmons and I still do Zoom mostly because he's in Venice. Yeah. Which is just so far. He might as well be in Italy. Yes, with, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and also with the constant bragging about how it's 20. I mean, it's been cold here lately, but, you know, it's like 20 degrees colder yeah. there. <laughs> um, I do. I feel like it's for me, though. I feel like it's just better in person. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. yeah. But the convenience can't be beat. Yeah. But. I just I don't know I find that like a zoom well not with Greg where we have like a really good rhythm but otherwise I often feel like kind of drained after doing zoom me too yeah I mean I've been doing a lot of zooms uh to promote my special Mm -hmm. and um they they I'm like why am I tired (laughs) I don't understand I was just talking in my in my room but yeah they are exhausting in some weird way yeah have you been doing a lot of podcasts oh probably yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. this is like the best one though right I'm loving it I love it in person I did Greg's in person Mm -hmm. Um, with Dana right yeah I the I guess my uh PR lady who I hired for a couple months Mm -hmm. um 
Google was like doing the three hours thing. Uh, you know, oh. gave me the wrong, like I was supposed to come in at two and okay. told me 11 Pacific, but was, whatever. So we did, we did ours together. It was kind of fun. Yeah. I need to listen to that. Um, all right. I think it is time. Oh, wait, no, I got to give my Patreon plug. Yeah. Guys, gals, friends, folks, people. I still say, Hey guys. And mm-hmm. I'm having trouble getting past it. So I'm using all, I'm trying all those other words. Uh, I have a Patreon. 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 <laughs> Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. That's right. They don't give those out to someone who doesn't have a Patreon. It would make no sense. Um, if you do an annual subscription, you get two months free. And though, yes, I did have an ad earlier. You know if you listen. Normally, I'm segueing this way, that way, wedging them in. I am not getting rusty with the segues. I Some people call me and I call myself this but someone else started i swear to god the queen of segways my segways are getting rusty because it's been that's have been thin lately i would say so i'm truly relying on your support your direct support thank you so much so many people have stepped up of late um my patreon it's fun and then let's say you're not feeling no let's say you're additionally you're like what else what else i need more allison which could happen i have a Substack. And that's alisonrosen.substack.com. Okay. Uh, let's now do Just Me or Everyone. Can I say something really yes. quick? Like, it, it does bother me that we as a society are used to just getting everything for free. Mm-hmm. And like, if you are if you are an Allison Rosen is your new best friend listener, how much pleasure does she give you every week? How much do you look forward to it? And what you can give back is just a little amount. You don't have yeah. to like $5 a month is yeah. not that much mm. versus what you get right? to me, you know? Thank and you. Uh, I, I feel like people should do that with a podcast that they really count on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yes. This is an expensive <laughs> setup. You have like six incredibly expensive microphones. I know because I have one mm-hmm. and you have uh, ring lights and you have you've dedicated a room that could be a place for your children. Right. To doing a podcast. Or we could be renting it out to strangers. Yes. Think of the money I'd make if I did that. Yes. Oh, my God. That's what I know. Maybe the Patreon <laughs> needs to step up and be better than the rent that you would get from a stranger. Yes. <laughs> Although like, there's no bathroom here. So <laughs> well, that's kind of it might the, not be the that highest. is the break. That's the, <laughs> other than that. I do, so we knocked out a couple walls. I do wonder if where there used to be a closet, I think that might have been a bathroom at some point because oh. there's like the hookups for it. Oh, um, okay. But I mean, it'd be an incredibly tiny uh, efficiency if, with no kitchen, <laughs> just a bathroom. You know, I mean, sometimes that's people all are people desperate. need. You're right. Just a place to just need rest a place, their weary a head. A safe place to live. Yeah. Yeah. That and would so be this. You're taking that away from people. <laughs> And uh, so you we're just are, saying you're putting put people the on the street. You love the your love of this podcast is putting them on the street. <laughs> right. Yeah. So Thank that's you. It. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? Do you happen to have one? I do. Wonderful. Uh, is it just me or are not enough people using cloth bags at the grocery store? Oh, interesting. Um, They're very available. Mm -hmm. You can buy them at the grocery store and people are still taking these thick plastic Ralph's bags, like 10 at a time to their cars 
And I know they're not recycling them. Right. It kind of makes me sick to my stomach. Do you ever say anything to people? No, but I do have my own bags and um, I bag my own bags pretty proudly. Mm -hmm. And I let people know it's possible. (laughs) (laughs) Tony, are you a cloth bag person? We try to. Ad- admittedly, uh, I forget a little too often, mm-hmm. but um, we definitely have them, and we we try. We try. Tony, yeah. do you keep them in the car? I was just gonna say that. Uh, also, try to. It's yes. it's pretty easy to yeah. to actually take them from the house and yes. put them in the trunk. Yes. The other thing that has happened though when i have done that is then i remember that they're there as i get in line i'm like oh yeah i brought bags and i didn't yeah i feel like you're not prioritizing it tony (laughs) i'm admitting it what you can do is you don't have to put your stuff in bags put it back in the cart and then when you get to the car then you just put it in your bags Uh, and then that teaches you to remember your bags I'm just giving I you. I feel like Lori will come with you if you need, if you want. <laughs> I, I, I find all of your excuses unacceptable. And I'm, I'm just, I'm just telling you <laughs> that I never. How dumb am I that that never occurred? Because I've had the thing of where they're in the car. I've never thought like just put it in, put it loose. Yeah, just in, throw it back in the yeah. car. Mm-hmm. I'm also usually not using a cart, so, so I usually mm-hmm. I'm usually small visits. Okay, you know, so you, you could, could carry just hold it, it out your into your hand, right? Yeah. Which, which, if it is small enough, then that's I, I, I will pass up a bag many times if I don't have many things. Yeah. You know, so you, you mentioned okay. Costco earlier. I used to go to Costco like as a kid with my mom, mm-hmm. and then we have started going again lately, and I find it to be so much. I'm not sure there's savings happening because you can't go without spending two hundred and fifty to four hundred dollars. It's I been know. my experience. I know, um, but. When I was a kid, you'd go and they would always have boxes that they would put your stuff in. But now there's a lot of loose stuff happening. Yeah. I mean, I've only been a couple times mm-hmm. since, but yeah, it seems. Do you feel like there's savings happening for you? Uh, on Maybe on meat and things like that. Yeah. I, I think I try to get meat stuff, fish stuff, and um, uh, cleaning supplies. Definitely. Yes. I think cleaning supplies are bleach if you will <laughs> much more expensive at cbs than she always brings it back to bleach <laughs> it's called coming home allison <laughs> yeah okay um oh wait i felt like i had something else to say about that but perhaps i don't costco uh the cart putting him loose in the car oh no i know what i was gonna say okay, okay. can you talk me through the collection of your water your shower water for your plants. It's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. I have a bucket. I, mm-hmm. it was, uh, I just got a bucket a long time ago. It was like a foot bucket. Um, that I, Oh, like for, for cleaning your feet, like a pedicure bucket. Yeah. I mean, it, that's how it was sold to me. Okay. I was like, wow, if I did that every night, I think I might be happy. Right. You just put some hot water in there and you put your feet in there yeah. and I never did it, but <laughs> I just keep it in the shower mm-hmm. and my water heat, I don't know. It takes at, le- at least a minute and a half or two minutes for the water to get warm. Right. And oh, so I just collect that shower water. Oh, I don't do like it. I thought you soapy. were. Yes, I thought you were collecting the gray. I think they call it gray, gray water. water. I thought you were collecting that because we did that for a little gray while. Water. Yeah. Oh, nice. And it's <laughs> no. not happening anymore. Okay. Uh, now, why did we do it? There was a well, you must have had a shortage up, right? or something. Well, we had a, a gross big bucket in the shower. Okay. They would just collect all of it. I mean, it wasn't like so. Like I'm sure so, a lot of soap was going down the drain and stuff. But basically, the idea was no, it wasn't going down the drain because the bucket sat 
on top of the drain. The idea was we're going to collect all of this and then, I don't know, and then water our plants with it or something. We only did it for a little while and Mm -hmm. then we're like, I don't think this is making a difference. This is becoming too, I think it was when Burbank wasn't letting you water, which they're still barely not, they're still kind of not letting you water. But we were like, we're going to keep our grass alive with this shampoo water. Uh, (laughs) And then it, oh, I know. And then Daniel was taking the shower bucket full of gray water and then Mm -hmm. dumping it into a big trash can outside and then from there, I don't know what we were going to do with it, but I was like so worried that we're gonna, this is now a breeding ground for mosquitoes mm-hmm. and there's a gross giant bucket of water in the shower all the time. And yeah, we didn't keep up with it. So yeah, I get water straight from the shower head. And then I uh, I haven't been watering plants you know, this winter, so I, I have a pool, so I just put it in the pool. Mm. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you have a home pool. How nice. Never use it. Really? I, I, yeah, because I swim at Vertigo. I thought um, when I, well, I got the house in a panic. I bought it in a panic. I needed to buy a house immediately because I was being kicked out of the place that I was renting. Mm. And uh, it was right, it was very close to a school. And I, and I was also tired. I was driving my son at the time to an immersion school. Uh, Mm. It was like 45 to an hour round trip every morning. And I'm like, I can't keep doing this. Yeah. So it all it all happened very quickly, and I thought, oh, a pool. Well, maybe my son will throw parties, and he'll be a social guy. That was my. Uh-huh. Th- I thought that'll be that'll the lure, and uh, he en- ended up having a sim a similar personality to me, which is we don't throw parties right. and we don't enjoy ourselves. So, uh, the pool is is just the thing I throw water into. But but you're sometimes s- my friends will come over and I'll I won't even be at the pool. like they'll be like, hey, can we use the pool? And they I'll just be come like, over yeah. for the pool. I'll be I'll, like I'll be inside if you need anything. Right. But enjoy yourselves. <laughs> but you're a swimmer. Yeah. It's yeah, it's not a s it's a I never oh, it's like enjoy those little house pools. Okay. Yeah. You need you need something where you can do laps. Yeah. I want to count. I need to know the yardage and um, So it's just too small for you. Yeah, during COVID, actually, I got one of these things where you tie something around your waist, and uh, I hooked it to the fence, and I would just swim, oh, like, like, like kind of like an endless pool kind uh-huh. of a thing. And um, it was de- definitely better than nothing, mm-hmm. but not much. And uh, so when the pool opened back up, the ver- the lap pool right. I just went right back. To so it. that's the joy of swimming while someone pulls on you. No, you you just are hooked up to a fence and and you swim. It's kind of like um, it you, you've got like a little belt around you and it's tied to like a stretchy cord, so you can like swim out like, like maybe fifteen yards out, and then that's as far as you can go, and you just keep turning over. So you're like swimming in place, right? Like, like stationary. Yeah, like it stationary. turns the pool into a bit of a treadmill. Yeah, got it. Okay, excellent. I think it might be time now for Podcast Pals product picks. Ooh. Podcast Pals product picks. <laughs> All right. Do you have anything you'd like to recommend to everyone? Okay. Th- I got a uh, – this is based on a, a – suggested by Cristela Alonzo, a mm. collapsible tea kettle. Um, it's got a silicon uh, frame, I guess, or uh-huh. whatever, and uh, it smashes down to like two inches thick. And you can uh, boil water in a hotel room. It's very light. It works so well and so quickly. I love it. I'm like, Amazing. I can't believe I've traveled. Wait, is it electric? Yeah. Electric and collapsible? Yes. Wow. Yes. Traveled without it for so long. It's amazing. I mean, I'll bring a couple cup of soups with me, mm-hmm. you know, because sure. usually hotels have terrible food. So yeah. you just bring a few things to 
you know, start the weekend off before you can go, pop over to a grocery store. And right. It's perfect. When I was in college, I had, um, I think it was called, was it called a hot pot? It was an electric kettle, but it was the same one that everyone had. Like everyone had these. I don't think they had these. This would be so much better. Yeah. It comes in a little baggy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love great. that. Now you mentioned getting to a grocery store. Do you enjoy, see, one of my favorite, th- I, I, I don't, I haven't done this in so long, but whenever I would travel somewhere, I always like to go to a local, not a local grocery store. I like to go to like the pavilions of San Francisco or whatever. Um, I just like a grocery store. Yeah. I mean, it's more, uh, you got to figure like how many days am I here right. and should I make an investment in mm. food I'm not going to finish? Yes. Like I frequently buy lots of milk. I don't get around to drinking mm-hmm. all of it and stuff, but uh, and then, like, what kind of refrigerator do you have in your hotel refrigerator? Yeah, sometimes so those, they're just those little squares. Sometimes right. it's a little bit of a rectangle. Yeah. I don't know how many cubic feet it is, but it's pretty tiny. Right? Yeah. I got. You know what? Uh, over the past couple months, I got really good at eating pomegranates. I mean, how does one even get good at that? Well, you need to practice every night, and. Uh, so I, that, need, I need to know your ways because for me, a pomegranate is something I'm going to throw out because I realize I don't want a pomegranate. Oh my God. Well, they're out of season right now. Okay. And uh, I'm pretty, I'm like in mourning because I have nothing, mm. you know, it was like, it's like, it's like solving a little puzzle uh-huh. in reverse <laughs> every night, you know, yeah. and I was like, Ooh, I get my pomegranate and take the membrane and, you know, slowly, you know, flick all the little, uh, the little balls. The I don't know what they're arrows. called. Are they called arrows? Air, yeah, like areo- like areola. No, arrows like Flynn. Can you look it up? No, it's like A R I L, pomegranate. Okay, arrows. Unless there's a, another uh, consonant in there, like it might be, and it's not anvil. I think it's arrow. Yeah, A R I L S. Does it give a pronunciation? Uh, Especially one that you could play on your computer. Arrow. I'm not seeing. It. Let me try mm. just that word. Hang on. Hmm. No, unless there's one. No, I I'm really gonna, can't find one. I'm going to say arrows. I think arrows sounds good. Yeah. So, so you cut it open. I cut it, it open. Right. So ha- you ha- put it in half. Any any old which way? I I do quarters. Okay. And so I'm going to lose a few. I'm going to you yeah. know behead several right. arrows in this process. But I do it like I have a bowl and then I have a support bowl. Smart. And um. And so I start to take, you know, take the skin off and mm-hmm. the membranes off and I put that in the support bowl. Okay. So by the end, the bowl has just like, even though you cut it four ways, you're going to get that juice. It's going to go into mm-hmm. the bowl. Mm-hmm. You're not going to lose any, almost any of it. Are your fingers purple by this point? I mean, here's the thing. When I started my, it was my robe. Like I, it was all over the place. You said the magic word. We're talking about your robe in a minute. Oh, <laughs> robes oh my god and um <laughs> and then i learned like i started putting an apron on and i just learned how to do a little more more slowly mm-hmm. and a little more gently oh, and teaching i would have mindfulness yes yeah mm-hmm. um and then i started doing it in hotel rooms where i I'd le- lay a towel out and uh and then i would you know like leave a note and say this is pomegranate juice oh that's smart because otherwise they're gonna think someone got massacred yeah right <laughs> and then do you eat them or is it just about Oh, of course I do. Okay. Oh, they're delicious. Ha- with hand, spoon. 
Uh, I, I take the bowl and I, the juice that came out, oh, right? Drink it. Right into my mouth. Okay. And the spoon, I have the arrows in a spoon. I mean, the uh, Trader Joe's sells the arrows, I yes. guess, in cups. And they're like seven or eight dollars. And it's almost worth it. I wouldn't do it, you know, because. I want my own. I'm mm-hmm. so, I feel like, why are they out of season? Apples are never out of season. There's always apples. I never thought about that, but you're right. <laughs> Isn't there some place on earth that can grow pomegranates right now? What is the pomegranate growing season? I don't know. I, Jackie, I guess it's like an Armenian food. So okay. she's like, yeah, no, they they just finished. <sighs> well, you know I what know. I've become hmm. into lately? Sugar crisp grapes. No, not sugar crisp. Sorry. Autumn crisp. I don't know. They don't have them everywhere. I just saw autumn crisp grapes and we bought them and they are like the best green grape I've ever had. Oh, I don't think they're in season anymore, except that Aldi. And I know you're an Aldi fan, (laughs) right? I'm not a fan, but I'm aware of it. You are a part owner of Aldi. I'm wearing my Aldi shirt (laughs) under my hoodie. I thought you were the one who was telling me about it because you're like they have their own brand. Somebody, a guest had brought it up and yeah, you, Emily you weren't familiar and I right. was just saying that I, I have been to Oh, yeah. I haven't been to Aldi in a while. I, I should go. Yeah, I, I've been pretty happy with their, um, I believe it's Millville or Benton are their brands and they'll do like their version of, you know, other stuff. But they, so they have what they call sugar crisp grapes, which I think are autumn crisp. And uh, how, how much per pound do you know off the top of your, your head? I don't. There, I feel like it's like six ninety nine for two or three pounds. Do you remember? I'm just I saying. A few years ago, mm-hmm. grapes were seventy nine cents a pound. Oh, I don't remember that. I don't I think re- I was in. I don't think I was in my grape era yet. <laughs> yes, because I used to free. I used to get the red ones and freeze them, mm-hmm. and I I would just get pounds and pounds. The the price of groceries is one of the many hot topics that goes up on this show because I have been trying to find groceries that aren't crazy expensive, hence spending our life savings at Costco, which I right. don't, you know, but... um, But grapes seem like they'll be out of reach forever, indefinitely. Maybe. Yeah, I know. Can we grow them here? I don't know what's involved. Can we I don't grow think pomegranates? I mean, maybe we could. I don't think it's... I think it's not grape season now, though, so I don't know how we're getting these magical I've been waiting. at Aldi. I mean, I've for uh, like over a year. I haven't bought grapes. Yeah. I just eat them at if I'm at a hotel that serves grapes and right. for breakfast. But I they're go never crazy. good that way, or are they? They rarely are. Yeah. Although I was, I did stay in uh, Detroit and Royal Oak. I stayed at a Hyatt that had a great fruit breakfast. Like, like is it worth going to the Hyatt just for the grapes? No, but <laughs> <laughs> but because um, I'm on a plane right now. <laughs> I'm there. Yeah, uh, they're they're just ridiculous. I, and I, maybe because I knew how much they used to be, yeah. I can't justify spending like on four ninety nine a pound. No, it's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Tell me about your robe. <laughs> Sorry, real quick before you do that, just because I finally got it. Errol. Oh, so thank you. you. Thank you, Errol. <laughs> yeah. Continue. She's so seductive the way she says it. Let's hear it again. Errol. Yeah. I'm like okay. I have <laughs> uh, four robes, and then I have another just for the road. Tell me about them all, please. One of them I got at the Pineapple Hotel. Have mm-hmm. you stayed no. at that chain? It's no. this little chain. There's one in Manhattan, but they're mostly in the Northwest, mm-hmm. and they have a bright yellow robe. Mm-hmm. And they're, for some reason, it's everything's pineapple themed. And but it's not a swingers situation. No. Oh, do you know? Do you know? No. I was late to this. 
pineapple, but I think it's just an upside down pineapple, is an indication that swinging happens here. Oh. And people will even walk around a grocery store like with just a pineapple in their cart. It's what? Sort of, yeah, letting people know. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's insane. Yeah. And okay. Um, so, I, well, so it's, it's, it, is it terry cloth? Is it fleece? It's soft. It's it's uh, cotton, mm-hmm. and it's really thick, and it's soft. And I, w- when I stayed at the hotel in Seattle for a Thanksgiving, um, uh, I was like, God, I love this rope. I just love it. And I treated myself to it. It's a little big. Sounds great. Yeah, but it's a big. It's a big old. It's a rope for a day like today. Okay. Right? I also have I have an atori, just a, mm-hmm. a cloth like a, a light thin thin um terry cloth one it's completely worn out mm-hmm. so i bought another one but okay. i can't bring myself to to throw away the thin one because it's like my that. backup in case yeah. i get pomegranate or whatever on the right the new one and then i have a big fat terry just because i like every once in a while you want a terry cloth mm-hmm. robe right you know and then what's your road robe it's a waffle it's it's mm. i just want something thin mm-hmm. that doesn't weigh that much uh that i can roll up really good i just like the feeling of a robe in my hotel room but don't don't hotel rooms oftentimes provide a robe i think if you're jim gaffigan or of that level oh, okay. of hotels yes <laughs> i mean but not Rachel martin's not no, getting a robe no i i'm not on robe level and, and i it. maybe this podcast will put catapult me to maybe hotel robe level they're listening they are <laughs> listening yes i have a, just last night, I was sort of like when you get to that point when you're dating someone, you're like, wow, we've been together a long time. I had the thought about my robe last night. I have <laughs> never been a robe person. I never understood it. Mm. I was like, when I get out of the shower, I don't understand the point of putting on a robe. I just want to put on a towel. And in hotels, I would even, tr- you know what, for people who are fucking riveted, in Tropical Attire and Courage and Other Phrases That Scare Me, that is my book. Uh, in the fifth anniversary edition where I wrote new material, five new stories for it, there is a story about my my the robe situation. So you can get more of this there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I just, uh, I didn't understand. And then one morning I was so cold in the house and I was like, wait, this is, and I thought about how my mom always had a robe on in the morning and my mother-in-law is always wearing a robe. And I was like, this is, it's time. And I realized like I, a robe isn't only for right after the shower. It goes over your clothes. It's all day on the weekends. It's so comfortable. I, so I, and I even had, I was like, I need to buy myself a great robe, but I have this giant white thing that I bought years ago that I keep seeing in my closet and thinking, Allison, just throw it out. You're never going to use it. Thank God I didn't because I've worn it like 21 hours of every day ever since. So you, you not really, I don't sleep in it, but, but you love it. I love it. I mean, it's, it's key that it be a comfortable robe for you. I, so yeah, it was like, I want to say maybe like two years into the pandemic. I've probably been going strong with this robe for two years now. I, it's the first thing I put on in the morning. It's the last thing I take off at night. I love it. And you, do you bleach it when you, Clean. No, oh, but I probably my... should because it's no longer <laughs> you... super duper white anymore. Oh, bleaching a white robe and then putting that clean, clean white robe on you. Oh my God. I'm excited for you. You know what's been happening lately though? Sorry to take it here, people. I've been having hot flashes in my robe. And I, okay. And so I had to buy a fan, a little desk fan. Sure. And I've also done this thing now twice where I've been like, oh, and I go to the refrigerator and I open the refrigerator and lean in. <laughs> But I feel like 
a hot flash in a warm robe is very uncomfortable. But then I can just take it off and then I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I, it's weird. I, I did. I got, I used to get a little bit of hot flashes, but I would get nauseous for like oh, two minutes at a time. Jeez. And then it would kind of go away. Okay. I haven't had that yet. Yeah. Did you get night sweats? Not really. Mm. That's how it all started with the night sweats. And I was like, what is happening? But then those, by just turning the thermostat down, those are gone. But now it's just hot flashes. Do you, so you, you sleep with the thermostat on? Um, yes. Okay. Whoa, I feel judgment. No, I'm just going to throw this out there. No, I would love no to have thermostat. No heat. I would love to have it just be au naturel. Get extra duvet. Mm-hmm. I mean, the air will be cold. Yeah, I like that. You're cozy under cotton, you know, under down. Uh-huh. Maybe even wear a hat like, you know, uh, Ben Franklin at night, right? I mean, I'm Like tempted. they used to. Yeah. I think the sleep's better. I don't think the sleep with a thermostat on is as good. I think you're right. I like to be really cold. I like it to be really cold when I sleep. We set it now. It doesn't come on until it goes below 65. Mm-hmm. How like how cold do you think your house is getting? I guess it's a it's around there. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not like up that late. Yeah, but... essentially, it doesn't ever it barely ever comes on because if okay. it is coming on, okay. then I'm sweating. One time, I know that I uh, sometimes I forget, or my son will turn it on, and I've slept in 70 degrees, and I but thermostat 70, yeah. not not right, like not real. natural 70. Yeah, and it just feels bad. Yeah, I remember when I first brought Elliot home from the hospital, and the pediatrician said we had to keep it at like 72 in the house i was like i'm never gonna what? sleep well ever again <laughs> i don't under, i don't really understand why, why. I, I don't really know i don't know why hmm. actually because i don't know why but so we did that for a little while and i was like because I, I definitely prefer colder mm-hmm. um i could talk about robes all day with you mm. thank you for coming on the show thank you for letting me run my sad friend situation by you do you feel more confident in how you handled it i mean yes i mean thank you for the reminder that i shouldn't go ferreting out like what's happening but i I still want to because it's it's that thing of like hey it's me like be real with me what's happening but i guess i shouldn't do that i think you've you've done you've opened the door right twice yeah and the the person has not walked through i just don't get it I mean, I don't expect you to get it either, but just um, people. I I don't like it. Yeah. Ick. Where can everyone find you? (laughs) (laughs) LoriKilmartin.com. I just had my website renovated. So I I spent almost all my money that I got for my special Mm -hmm. on websites, social media stuff, and a publicist. So mm. if people would watch it and please. justify yeah. my expen- <laughs> expenditures. Please do it. Um, so if you go to my website, uh, there's links to all the streamers that's on. So there's going to be one that you prefer, I'm sure. It's then- really funny. I was laughing out loud. Yay. I, I was alone laughing out loud. That's oh, how funny it you. is. Yeah, oh, it's really, really good. That's a relief. I'm so glad. Everyone should go get that. And then you're on the road too, right? Yeah, I'm on the road. And uh, so I always post that stuff. And uh, if you follow me on social media, I'm on Instagram and at any Lori 16 Also that on Twitter. And then unhelpfully on TikTok as Lori Kilmartin. <laughs> I just did not do the market research on branding when mm. I was picking names. So Why? You know, I was wondering why any Lori 16 when i was first on aol were you 
See, I'm older than you. Like when no, I, but I was on AOL a little bit. Messenger? Yeah. Okay. A little bit. So there used to be this princess named Annie Laurie. Oh. I think she might have been married or to Klaus von Buell. Somehow connected to him for a little mm-hmm. bit. Anyway, before Sunny. And my name's Lori Ann. So I just was like, I'll be any Lori. And then it's it's like, oh, it means I could be any Lori. You know, I don't right. know. I was like, 20, I, 21 or something, right? Did it offer you 16 or was that part of the joke? 16 is my birthday. Oh, so okay. I just... Oh, oh, I think at some point somebody else copied, took any Lori. I'm mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? I made it up. <laughs> and then some, there's somebody else in our chat named Any Dave. I'm like, guys, you cannot keep. That's so uncool. Mm-hmm. So, so then I added 16 to most of my stuff, but mm. some earlier stuff is just Any Lori. But uh, on Twitter and um, Instagram, it's Any Lori 16. Got it. Everyone, go watch the special, and of course, listen to the Jackie and Lori show. Yeah, sure. Yes. Tony, where might we find you? Uh, not much going on right now. Some shows coming up that I'll be announcing soon, but that's about it. Okay, great. Yeah. And then uh, you guys already heard me do my pitches for Patreon and for my Substack, and then my book as well. Please buy that, read it, leave a review for it, review this show, tell a friend, do all the things, follow me everywhere. Uh, and you can get to all my stuff at allisonslinks.com, A-L-I-S-O-N-S, links.com. Thank you so much. This was so much fun. Yeah, thanks for having me. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? 